Cut the crap. How many times a day do you want to say that to politicians, the elite, the loony liberals, the fake news media, and the gender-confused emotional socialist snowflake crowd? Cut the crap is your secret weapon for fighting for our freedoms and our great republic. It all begins with a massive Massive mental mental enema, freeing you from the toxic news and politically correct views, which constipate your consciousness with stinking thinking. Your host, Joe Von Hutton Pulitzer, is known for calling out politicians and telling them to cut the crap. You've seen him on virtually every television network and listened to him on Coast to Coast Radio. And now he's here to help you learn to fight for America. Culture, race, and American politics, they all have one thing in common. They all need to cut the crap. Now, here's your host, Joe Von Hutton Pulitzer. Hey folks, how you going? How you doing? How's it hanging? Hey, it's Joe Von Hutton Pulitzer. Thank you for joining me for Cut the Crap. Now, what is crap? Crap is culture, race, and American politics. When you mix culture and race together with American politics, you make this sloppy cyanide stew that is literally, literally, slowly, in a secular way, well, killing our great republic in the United States of America. Now, part of the problem in this is we have this unholy trinity that is a relationship between our government, our media, and our academia. And what they do is they kind of push this belief system around to basically gaslight every one of us into believing everything they say is true and adopting uh, ideology and a way of life that they want to prescribe to us. And it's absolutely nuts. Now, a very interesting thing happened in this debacle of 2020. In fact, it probably goes back to 2015. Back then, the media would say they were unbiased, didn't pick a side. They just honestly reported the media. Of course, we know that's horse hockey, right? And we saw it as they started coming out. And then when you get into 2016 and Donald Trump becomes president, they went nuts. And they showed their true colors. Even networks you thought you could trust, such as Fox, where you were probably getting your news, where they claimed they were fair and balanced, ended up picking sides and being very, very unbalanced. And so now we're on the backside of this. We've gotten through the 2020 debacle. It's not over yet. We're still fighting. We're on the backside of the mandates, even though we hear... Uh, Dr. Frankenstein is saying we still need to wear masks indoors and everything else like that for the mandates, but that's a different story. What's happened to the news? Now, it's really funny that there used to be a saying in intelligence circles that, a Russia saying, that there is no truth in the news and there is no news in the truth. And that's why right now you're seeing a great aching in media, we're going through an awakening, they're going through an aching, because it's a pure, simple fact that the media needs the conservative nature of the United States of America to stay alive. It's very uh, evident. Because when the news started totally alienating America, I didn't just say conservatives. I said America, one of the most profitable cash cows, news agencies, news organizations, media organizations, started failing. Now, an interesting thing, the only thing that held up financially these news organizations right after the Trump presidency was, well, they got billions of dollars of subsidies from the United States government during the mandate. That kind of tells you their, should we say, government broadcasting agencies. But now that's kind of tapered down. These news networks are trying to figure out what the hell do we do? You all saw that CNN tried to do its uh, live version of their streamcast like everybody else. It didn't even last a week. 
That's how bad it was. That's how far they were misguided to hire people, bring them in, and think they were going to stream, and it didn't even last a week. They thought they had something in their name of CNN. So they thought all of a sudden, if we'll just re release streaming, because that's where everybody is getting their news now, just so you understand, anybody that's under 50, they turn to their digital devices, meaning mobile phones, iPads, to get the news. So 18 to, 20, 18 to 29, it's about 71%. 30 to 49, 67%. 50 to 64, it's about 50%. And 65 and plus, it's, it's about 48%. And so television's all about attracting that younger crowd. It's always been that 18 to 29-year-old because they want to drag them through a lifetime addiction to the network. Well, all of a sudden, they thought, well, we're just CNN. We'll get out there and uh, people will love us and we'll just be broadcasting and it'll be all hunky-dory. Well, they got their butts handed to them. And it failed miserably. So what I want to do today as I do my radio program. And by the way, folks, I just want to shout out to everybody listening on Real Talk FM 93.3. Thank you for joining the broadcast. Uh, if you've never watched me before, you know, you can watch me Facebook, Twitch, Telegram, Twitter, uh, Gitter, Rumble, Cloud Hub, etc. You can peek behind the show, but you kind of see me looking around at different times. It's because I'm having to do a radio show the same time with, that we do the uh, video here so you can see it. See, I believe in getting out there in all forms of media. You decide. See, the, the media left us. The media left America. They went into deciding that they knew what America wanted or actually trying to force what they wanted on America, but they were wrong. They missed it. So what I try to do in my broadcast is just, here's what's going on, here's who's involved, here's how it affects your life. And if it's something that messes up our life, to try to give you a solid solution of how do we get there to the point that we can get all of this fixed. How do we get to that point that we can get it fixed? Because right now, everything's crap. And that's true. And that's why I welcome every one of you. Don't get offended when I call you, hey, a fellow crap cutter. It's not like your fans or followers. We're friends and family here. We can joke with people like that. But the bottom line is, if we don't get this crap out of our life, if we don't clean up this crap, we're going down. It's that simple. We're going down. And that's where we are. Now, one of the hopes I have is that as I watch these media trends out there, which we're going to cover today, I notice people are walking away. Just like the Democrats were walking away from the Democratic Party to support Donald J. Trump, people are finally walking away from the media. Now, we're going to discuss this. Is this an issue of trust? Mistrust? Is it reparable? When did we have the most trust in our news? Because right now, it's at the lowest levels in history. And I discovered an interesting fact. A lot of our young people, you know, they have a new category of how do you get your news? Some say radio, some say television, some say newspapers, some say online like you're doing right now. There's a brand new category that they actually measure now that a lot of young people get their news from memes. That's right. If they see it as a meme, you know, those kind of little funny photos, then they believe that's news and that's something they should pay attention to. So we're going to try to find out, are we going to be better or are we going to be worse for this? Is this going to tell us how the future is headed? Can we read the media better than they can read us? Are they hinting that they're going away and something new is on the horizon? Or are they just trying to con us into a way of life that none of us want to live, but they're getting paid to sell to us. That's what we're going to talk about today. Hang tight. Be right back. See, I told you learning how to tell the world to cut the crap would make you feel great. There's more to come. Jovan will be right back.
Get the hard-hitting truth. The left doesn't want you to hear the real truth Jovan Hutton Pulitzer has to tell you. You want common sense and facts, and that is what Jovan Hutton Pulitzer can provide. He is your warrior helping you fight the left. Jovan Hutton Pulitzer is unnerving the left daily as he tells you exactly what you need to hear. At jovanhuttonpulitzer.locals.com, you will receive the truth that the left does not want you to hear. Just go to jovanhuttonpulitzer.locals.com right now to hear the truth. The morning after the 3 November 2020 presidential election, Americans woke up to the stark reality that our great nation was under a new type of attack. This attack didn't come with mortars or bullets, but was an assault on our sacred election process. Since then, Americans everywhere have had to ask themselves if they really believe that our election was true and fair. We are in a time of large-scale government corruption, and many have lost faith in our institutions. That's why we formed the America Project for you and for the nation. The America Project was formed by a group of fellow patriots who are building the most pro-freedom and pro-American network ever known. The America Project will connect you with organizations, churches, small businesses, and individuals to help you win for America. The America Project is about actions and results. Join our team today. God bless you and God bless America. You know, it's kind of hard of us to think about a grand cabal, right? It's like something out of a James Bond movie, right? Some evil guy waiting for his billion dollars, right? Well, suspend belief for a moment. And do you believe that sometimes people cheat? Think about it. If you played cards or any games with your brothers and sisters, people cheat. It's just the way it is. So now let's peel that onion back and let's look at the voting system. For the first time in history, we have the most people ever that came out to vote. Or the most people, dead people, that voted. Whatever it is. But the most people ever came out to vote. Then you have the most ever spent in any election year. $14 billion was spent in 2020. And then you have the first time in history by many, many multiples, tons of ballots mailed out, dumped in the marketplace. Is it a lot easier for maybe hundreds or tens or even thousands of people to do a bunch of little things end up changing the big result? So sometimes don't think about it as this big grand cabal doing things. There's enough small people that do some of these bad things we're back. Now let's continue to fight back and take back our country by learning how to tell the politically correct to cut the crap. Here's Jovan. Part of saving our country, folks, is to make sure that we absolutely call out our legislators, the people that we put in office, to cut the crap. I don't think they hear from us enough, and I do believe that these people that we put in office get addicted to it, right? Get addicted to it, and they literally believe they rule us, that they lead us. I heard Mitt Romney, who I used to like quite a bit, now I absolutely detest because my eyes are open to what he really stands for. But I heard him say one time with my new ears after my eyes were open that he says, I don't know what it is with people. They just won't follow along with uh, what I'm telling them to do. Well, that's it. You're, you're telling people you're, you think you're leading people. Now, if we had to look at our media industry, and we had to look at trust in our industry. And we were to give you, where is the highest trust in news in the world? What countries have the highest trust? Okay? Now, what's really interesting is you find Finland. I can get that. Brazil, mm, it's, it's uh, okay. Nigeria, I have no idea how Nigeria rates up there on the trust, and I'm reading in descending order. Finland, Brazil, Nigeria, Germany, Canada, Japan, Turkey, India, Spain, the United Kingdom, and France. And then after that, 
at very low, (laughs) is the United States of America. Now, right now in the United States of America, we have about a 30% trust factor in our media, in our news. Only about 30% of the viewing, reading, consuming public trust the news. Now, it, it rose a little bit during uh, just before Trump time in. And then when Trump went in uh, for his first uh, administration, it started tanking. Now it's down to 30%. It teeters going into the 20s. We had our highest percent trust in the news, 72%. That came about just after Watergate. When there was still bias and there was still attacking, but there was still just offering facts. Here's what this side did. Here's what this side did. Now, I'm not saying that they haven't always manipulated us. They have. They've manipulated us probably since the assassination of JFK. But it went from 72% and now it's down there at the 30s headed to the 20s. Why is that? And a lot of it is because the media got drunk on its own power and strayed away from the very principles that made it the media. They're supposed to report unbiased. Here's what it is. In fact, reporters are now complaining that they're not allowed to report unbiased. I I think about young people going into media And I think about how they used to love the jobs if they could get on with an NBC, ABC, CBS, or something like that. Now, what a disaster. I don't think many of these people could brag that, hey, I work for one of the networks. I think it has lost its uh, badge of honor that it used to have. Because I don't believe most of our media anymore because it has become a circus they are looking for that one bomb to drop we're not talking about an exclusive story we're talking about a shaming story if they can find some sort of story to shame with then they lead with it now what happened is i think during the obama administration our country got addicted to hate I think that was the great amplification of hate in the United States of America. And I think the way they paved that street is they sanctioned hate based on color. That if you were a person of color, you could spew all kinds of hate, and it wasn't hate because it was just your truth, because you had a few more pigments in your skin than somebody else. And then we see this rapid escalation in the media when they realize that that particular divider-in-chief that they were going to lose, they took over the media and they turned it into a tool for propaganda. Now we know. Come on, look. Now we know. We've got this January 6th committee, this miniseries. I remember when miniseries, hell, I, I would take Roots as a miniseries over this January 6th stuff we have, right? And even Roots was heavily propagandized. But this miniseries that we have going on now is just to try to focus on one man. Now, why would they focus on one man? You ever thought about this? Why would every network that's participating in this focus just on one man? And it's because that one man they know is the tip of the spear, the tip of the iceberg of what America really is and what America wants. And so now we're seeing this cleaving in a good way. We're seeing many people like Carrie Lake in Arizona walking away from that trash, preferring to maintain their credibility over the network gig. But how bad is it? Well, I'm going to cover in the next segment, Rachel Maddow. You remember that dude, that dude that really just wanted to hook up with me? 
She was obsessed, or he was, I'm sorry, obsessed with me every night. Talk, 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 talk. And I really, I would have loved to go on with that dude and just have a debate, right? I would have loved to have a debate. Let's compare Adam's apples. We could have found something to kind of bond over and at least talk. But that rise for CNN and everything else wasn't news. It was hate. It was hate. And so hate became the anchor that drove the anchors. Now, we know it was all pushed from the inside, just like at CNN. But here's an interesting thing. Now that they've got the head honcho out of CNN, then when Jeff Zucker left, who was literally, I, I, many of you knew I was at CNN and went into CNN, Zucker's standing right there by the newscasters, telling them what to say in their ear, driving the hate. Now that they tried to clean it up, everything has fallen off. That's a sobering look. Because if you have a country fueled by hate, you're only going to get a horrible disaster in return. And that's why we're living in a crap show, right? So when I come back, I'm going to give you some hard, startling numbers of just how far the media industry has fallen. I'll be right back right after this. Are you following Jovan on all social media? You think this program is good at empowering you? You should get your PhD in cutting the crap by following Jovan Daly on all social media. Just find him by typing hashtag Jovan Hutton Pulitzer. Hang tight. Jovan will be right back. Here's a message to every rapist, domestic abuser, violent criminal thug, and every other monster who preys upon women. Maybe you've heard the stories about millions of us flocking to gun stores and gun ranges for the first time, the second time, and the hundredth time. Here's what that means for despicable cowards like you. Your life expectancy just got shorter. Because there's a very good chance your next target will be armed, trained, and ready to exercise her right to choose her life over yours. This is what real empowerment looks like. Millions of American moms, grandmothers, and professional women taking our lives and our families' lives into our own capable hands. I'm the National Rifle Association of America, and I'm freedom's safest place. Over 18.5 million plays. It's Jovan Hutton Pulitzer. Folks, I have one job, and my job is for you, and that is to make you the smartest patriot in the room. At jovanhuttonpulitzer.locals.com, you will receive the truth that the left does not want you to hear. You will not be banned. You will not be regulated. You will only hear what you need to hear. If you consider yourself to be a true patriot, it would be a crime not to visit jovanhuttonpulitzer.locals.com today. They use their media to assassinate real news. They use their schools to teach children that their president is another Hitler. They use their movie stars and singers and comedy shows and award shows to repeat their narrative over and over again. And then they use their ex-president to endorse the resistance, all to make them march, make them protest, make them scream racism and sexism and xenophobia and homophobia, to smash windows, burn cars, shut down interstates and airports, bully and terrorize the law-abiding, until the only option left is for the police to do their jobs and stop the madness. And when that happens, they'll use it as an excuse for their outrage. The only way we stop this, the only way we save our country and our freedom is to fight this violence of lies with the clenched fist of truth. I'm the National Rifle Association of America, and I'm freedom's safest place. No, you didn't vote. You thought you voted. All you did was mark a piece of paper with what you wanted to vote but your vote didn't count then. If you don't know this information, how can you change what's going on? 
Joe Von Hutton Pulitzer is unnerving the left daily as he tells you exactly what you need to hear. You've lost family. You've lost friends over all of this because they said you're a conspiracy theorist. Just go to jovanhuttonpulitzer.locals.com right now to hear the truth. If you were asked by someone to explain how did the computers rig votes, how did the numbers change, most people would never be able to much less explain it or even understand it. Your eyes just glaze over. If you consider yourself to be a true patriot, it would be a crime not to visit jovanhuttonpulitzer.locals.com today. I guarantee you, you will absolutely be the smartest patriot in the room. There were 242 operatives just in Georgia alone. And what they did is they loaded every one of these drop boxes. Here's where they got the ballot. You've lost family. You've lost friends over all of this because they said you're a conspiracy theorist. Now you have the facts and the information to educate them and to open their eyes to what's really happening. Did you know that Jovan is the only private citizen which has a full webpage dedicated to him on the Secretary of Georgia's government website? Why? Because politicians are deathly afraid of Jovan, his reach, his fans, and his calling him out publicly and telling them to cut the crap. They know Jovan empowers the people, and corrupt politicians do not want the people knowing the truth. Now, let's get back to it. Our system wants us to believe... Our newscasters, that's kind of how it's set up. you got to remember, we have this unholy trinity. And if you look at it, you can understand it looking at it from a mandate standpoint. We had this pandemic pushed by the government. The media had to sell it to us. And they had to do this fear porn with your kids can't go to school. That was the academia part of it. Now, if we were to look at the numbers of what's been going on since Donald J. Trump uh, has been allowing the current mail-order maladministration to vacation at the White House for a while. CNN has lost since transition time, right? Since transition time, CNN has lost literally just under eight out of every 10 viewers they had. Now, that is a massive blow, Right? 8 out of 10 viewers, it's like 78%, 8 out of 10 viewers that they had during the Donald J. Trump White House have has literally just walked away from the media. Now, you have to ask yourself, what were they doing? Well, I think a little bit of it was entertainment. If I think back to it, he exposed the news. And I think people deep down inside got a kick out of Donald J. Trump saying fake news, fake news, fake news, and calling it out. I think there was a big part of America that finally wanted to stick it to the man, the government, and the news. And they really enjoyed how all of these elites got all their undies wadded up because this man had the courage not to kiss their butts, but to call them out. So I think there was a little bit of the train wreck factor in it. And during those train wreck times, I think people were actually bebopping back and forth between networks just to watch it being fought out. Just to try to see how bad is this when you're listening to it on one network and the other network says something differently. I think that actually kind of turned into a new form of entertainment. But that can only last for so long. Then there was this sobering event. And the sobering event was, wow, this really is real. These news stations are manipulating us. These news stations are only trying to pro Graham us to tell us their vision, television. And that's, I think, became apparent to everybody. It was like, oh my God, I grew up with this idiot box my whole life. And for some reason, whatever it was, I trusted the news. We all went through it. And we all had to have this sobering awakening that, wow, there's nothing trustful in the news. 
Now, MSNBC, they've dropped over 50%. Um, CNN, just like I said, their average viewership down 78%. These companies have massive, massive overhead. Now, CNN had an edge over everybody else, and that was it was the first 24-hour news outlet. That was kind of a, a neat thing, right? That was kind of really neat. But now what you're finding is they're about to start rolling heads at CNN. You're going to see it. There's going to be even more of a shakeup coming down the pike. None, none of its big shows is really consistently, or if ever, breaking a million viewers. Now, that's a horrible threshold when you got hey, have a country of 300 million people, right? And in news, and in most shows, like a cable show, if you're not pulling down a million viewers, it's basically considered a failure. And so now the mainstream, what many people consider cash cows, an interesting thing has happened. The cash cows have now truly become reality television, and they and news was declining. Then, then as news and president and conservatives really started taking off and the news started bashing, I think that became the new reality TV. And now with that new reality TV, the reality is set in as, wow, our system really sucks and our news really sucks. And now it's on a very rapid decline. I've talked about that dude, Maddow, right? I don't know how she does it, but evidently in MSNBC, which uh, is not really a wildly profitable network at all, she somehow, her contract with the network is $30 million a year. Or I should say his contract with the network is $30 million a year. But you know what's interesting? Even in these last few years, I wonder if Maddow was synthetically propped up because of just what I'm kind of making fun of. Uh, she's a woman who wants to be a guy. Is there something in that subliminal messaging that's not so subliminal that this woman who believes she's a guy, that that kind of coincided with this and rose to fame and all this press, could that be it too? I'm beginning to realize that God bless him or her, whatever she wants to be called on any given day, I don't want to assume her gender, (laughs) that that was also part of the mind massage they were giving us. Think about it. That dude, Maddow, is right out of a Antifa drag queen and libraries, teachers promoting that your kids need to know their gender as toddlers and they'll help them decide it program. And I'm thinking, wow, they really slipped one in on us didn't they? That entire network in prime time, now I told you a million is about the threshold. That entire network is only averaging 114,000 viewers per night. That is absolute nuts. If we would have just gone back six years ago, she would have been terminated. So why do they prop up someone like that with a $30 million contract if, in fact, I think that she was part of this optics training or he was part of this optics training? And uh, you're right. Somebody said that in chat. Connie said, I'm no biologist. And you're right, I'm no biologist. So, and I don't want to... (laughs) assume what its gender is. But think about that. 114,000 viewers in any given evening. We combined, just us here, family and friends, talking about this stuff each day when I record 7 a.m., 7 p.m., seven days a week Central Standard Time. We're topping out on all the platforms in total and cum to about 2.9 million people. 
Now, if we were on cable TV, that'd be a runaway success. But there is no network. And that's the beauty of this story is we're now the network. We're it. And that's what the system cannot stand. That is what the system cannot stand. Everybody broke free during this. We cut our cords with our cable bills. We turned off the sets. And we're doing better. Now, that beast that's attacking us, the government and the media, they're all freaked out about it. And they want to claw us back in, but they're so out of touch of program. I mean, think about this. We have a miniseries infomercial on a January 6th supposed insurrection that everybody knows didn't happen. This is the sickness Sickness And Tim says, I need to stop talking about Randy Madcow that way. I'm sorry. I know I'm not a biologist. I got to stop it. But think about this. You know, our media got high on the crisis that was JFK's assassination. And they told us, they told us that that one bullet went in and out of two people in the car nine times and was still intact and was found in a gurney because just like a werewolf or a vampire in your favorite horror movie, that silver bullet just pushed back out of the president's body and fell on the gurney. And now these people still have that old mentality. Who said there's, a, we, we, we got to do this as a primetime series. And this is how we sell this. This is, this is how we do it. We got to have a primetime series. And when everybody sees what we've decided the evidence is, everybody will believe there's an insurrection. Now, the media is kind of mirroring that, of course, other media. They keep on harping it, harping it, harping it, harping it. But people on the street now know it is a joke, a total joke. Now, I, too, like many of you, believe this started with JFK's assassination. When they realized they could sell us a story, if they just stuck with it and kept repeating it, even though the evidence said otherwise— and a whole country and world bought it. And it even has tours. God forbid we have the George Floyd tour. Yeah, this is where they stuck his knee in his throat while he was praying to the Virgin Mary and passing out thousands of dollars to homeless kids and feeding them. The cops came up and, and need need him in the throat and killed them. This is kind of how it's going to go. But what's going on is... This is, a, this is a way that you can tell we're winning. You, you ask many times and you get down saying, are we winning? Are we getting our asses handed to us? We're afraid our country's going to be taken over. We have literally been set free of the media. Think about this. They've canceled our social media because we were right. They didn't cancel us because we were wrong. They canceled us because we were right. And they've tried to stop everything. They even lifted laws about news can be anything they want it to be at any time they want it to be. Right? And we're still winning. I mean, that is monumental when you think about it. We are still winning. And now in reality, one of those, I think two of these holy trinities are going down. I think people now realize a college education is nothing but an indoctrination. And why would you go into debt into your adult years and have a house payment, basically called your student debt deal? Why do it? These are some of the things that just let me know we're winning. And that's why they're fighting so hard. They cannot afford for us to see all of this very clearly. But when they can't drag people to their programming, which is exactly what it is, programming, and we're now going, why in the hell would I pay to have my children indoctrinated? This system is terrified and they're trying to double down and they're making the goofiest mistakes and programming of all hang tight my final comments right after this are you following jovan on all social media you think this program is good at empowering you you should get your phd in cutting the crap by following jovan daily on all social media just find him by typing hashtag 
Jovan Hutton, Pulitzer. Hang tight, Jovan will be right back. Here's a message to every rapist, domestic abuser, violent criminal thug, and every other monster who preys upon women. Maybe you've heard the stories about millions of us flocking to gun stores and gun ranges for the first time, the second time, and the hundredth time. Here's what that means for despicable cowards like you. Your life expectancy just got shorter. Because there's a very good chance your next target will be armed, trained, and ready to exercise her right to choose her life over yours. This is what real empowerment looks like. Millions of American moms, grandmothers, and professional women taking our lives and our families' lives into our own capable hands. I'm the National Rifle Association of America, and I'm freedom's safest place. Over 18.5 million plays, it's Jovan Hutton Pulitzer. Folks, I have one job, and my job is for you, and that is to make you the smartest patriot in the room. At jovanhuttonpulitzer.locals.com, you will receive the truth that the left does not want you to hear. You will not be banned. You will not be regulated. You will only hear what you need to hear. If you consider yourself to be a true patriot, it would be a crime not to visit jovanhuttonpulitzer.locals.com today. Hey there, think of all those people who mocked you for being a conspiracy theorist. Are you ready to become the smartest patriot in the room? Well, now's your chance to join me on Local. It's exclusive. It's a free trial membership where you can use to determine if my work, my insight, my content, and what I do to educate you to fight this fight for our country is worth it. And this is a whopping $4.16 decision, since that's what the membership is with an annual subscription. Now, you have to decide if $4.16 a month is worth becoming the smartest patriot in the room. So are you willing to spend $4.16 to gain the knowledge and insight it takes to make sure your country and our way of life survives? Is $4.16 even worth being able to prove to your family, friends, and co-workers that you're not some whacked conspiracy theorist? Is $4.16 worth spending on your education to fight this fight, but to also know you can do it where you can share the truth and talk about the truth, so help us God, and not get banned? If you are ready to become a fact-slinging, ass-kicking warrior of truth who fights for the survival of this country, then I invite you to take me up on this offer and determine if our country, our future, and my information is worth $4.16. Can you feel it? You're getting more powerful by the minute. Just think of the impact your voice will have simply because you know how to tell the culture, race, and American political prostitutes. They all need to cut, cut the, the crap. crap. Let's get back to Jovan and his final words for this week's program. So, folks, we're talking about cutting the crap. We're talking about saving our country. We live in a time where minds can be confused. I can understand. I can understand how a young person can be confused and think orange man bad. I can understand that if they're only reading memes. I can understand if you're surrounded by people that are driven by hate, that you only hear the most hateful stuff. But even in all of this time of hyper-focused hate, I don't remember so much hate in my life. I, I really don't, right? I can I think back to the 70s and my dad's, and I can think about, oh, those are just protesters. Those, those are just dopers, right? <laughs> those are just dopers and all that stuff. But there wasn't hate. There was distaste. There was dislike. Uh, there was a little bit of disdain, but there wasn't hate. So something happened to us where hate became approved. Now, I personally think that happened during the Obama administrations. So right now, what's on is because we have been divided so much as a country, 
and discussion has not been allowed, the hate gets amplified. Now, I personally believe there are some people out there that believe that there was, in fact, an insurrection. I can accept that. But the question I ask is, what do you mean by an insurrection? Um, have you looked at all the evidence? The question is, like for that I would ask anybody about what the media is trying to sell us, have you tried to consume as much footage out there of what went on? And if you look at it, is it an insurrection? This is just a fair, honest question. Is it an insurrection if police, like this January 6th committee, was saying, come on in, folks, come on in, open the doors, open the doors, come on in. Now, I do believe common sense went out the door because if you just walked in and did that, again, I was one of the people telling everybody don't go up there, but that would should not ring true with you, but you followed your instinct. And that was a prime example of the mob, of the crowd getting people to buy into certain things. So I ask you this question, between what the media says and what the facts are, do you truly, truly believe it's an insurrection? Now, we know we had several people die, but it wasn't Capitol Police officers. We know there were Capitol Police officers that they say killed themselves, but they're counting them as a death because of this insurrection. What if those were police officers that just weren't going to go along with it? If, if we were to go back in any movie, and we were just watching a, a, a movie, what's the movie Al Pacino? Is it Dog Day Afternoon where he's the bank robber? Whatever it is, think about this. If the robbers were outside standing around smoking a cig and the bank manager came out the doors, unlocked the doors and says, hey, 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 come on in, come on in. Come on in here. Yeah, come on in here. Let me show you where the, the inner chamber and the money is. I have to ask you a question. How would you still say those people standing outside were robbers? If, in fact, they did rob, but the door was open and said, come in, or a mob came in, or let me just show you all these money, guys. Would we still look at it the same way in any other circumstance? Would we? And this is where we have to recheck and inspect our common sense. What doesn't make any logic to me is I can even see with my own eyes and, and, and watching this stuff that Capitol Police took down the barriers. And they said, come on in. I can even see for days they had people out there. We got to do this. We got to go in. And you just walk around the crowd saying that. Now we're finding out they had tremendous FBI assets embedded in it, and that was their job to do it. And so I'm wondering where everybody is if you truly, and I mean truly, if you truly believe it was an insurrection. And I'd like to talk to you. I'd like to talk to you. I mean, if you're saying that out there right now, I'd love to talk to you once, once I get done with the radio program here. Because that would be interesting. I'd like to try to understand the other side of this, of anybody who could logically just tell me why why do you think it was an insurrection? What do you base that on? Now, some people would tell you the insurrection was November 3rd. Yes. But I want to know if you really believe that there was an insurrection on January 6th, I'd like, I'd like to know. I'd, I'd like to hear from you, right? And understand what was going on. And, 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 and understand if you really think it's true, because none of the video shows that. You don't have people break in and then all of a sudden uh, respect the roped off areas. You don't have people that were dressed as Antifa getting people in the building and then they run to the bushes to change out of Antifa clothes and put on Trump looking clothes. That just doesn't happen. 
And so I think if we all could just step back and look at those facts, don't look at who did what, just look at observation of the crowd. I think we all could agree there were instigators, there were plants, and the government had a hand in this. And it's kind of funny, months leading up to it, they kept on telling us he was not going to peacefully leave office. How did they know? So I think what we witnessed, and this is why I even did this today, is it's all a con job. And, And these media companies, they need conservatives. See, when we walk away, they hit financial ruin. You don't, when liberals walk away, it's not even a blip on the radar. They have threats. They threat riots or they threat protesting and corporations capitulate. But when Americans, when true Americans walk away, these networks financially crumble. And that is why I say, you know, the news needs conservatives. But right now, conservatives do not need the news. It is over, done, and toast. And this is why we're winning. And this is why you need to keep calling out every one of these guys to cut the crap. Most people are afraid to stand up and speak out, but not you. You've been learning how to tell the system to cut Cut the the crap. crap. What can I do to help save the America I love? And the answer is learn how to fight back and tell the system to cut Cut the the crap. crap. Cut the crap's not just a radio program. It's a movement. The right kind of movement, which breaks free the conservative constipation and reminds you that you are the majority. And we're just not going to take it anymore. Make sure you're following Jovan Hutt and Pulitzer on all social media. See you next week. And between now and then, take a stand and tell them all to cut Cut the the crap. crap. Hey there. Think of all those people who mocked you for being a conspiracy theorist. Are you ready to become the smartest patriot in the room? Well, now's your chance to join me on Local. It's exclusive. It's a free trial membership where you can use to determine if my work, my insight, my content, and what I do to educate you to fight this fight for our country is worth it. And this is a whopping $4.16 decision since that's what the membership is with an annual subscription. Now, you have to decide if $4.16 a month is worth becoming the smartest patriot in the room. So are you willing to spend $4.16 to gain the knowledge and insight it takes to make sure your country and our way of life survives? Is $4.16 even worth being able to prove to your family, friends, and coworkers that you're not some whacked conspiracy theorist? Is $4.16 worth spending on your education to fight this fight, but to also know you can do it where you can share the truth and talk about the truth, so help us God, and not get banned. If you are ready to become a fact-slinging, ass-kicking warrior of truth who fights for the survival of this country, then I invite you to take me up on this offer and determine if our country Our future and my information is worth $4.16. Now, of course, you could use that money to buy one, well, say, iced coffee from your local Starbucks. Or you could even feed yourself a box of frozen pretzels. Or that same $4.16 could be used to buy a small frozen Sara Lee pound cake. Now, of course, you could use that same $4.16 to feed your brain and to pound some sense into the leftists who are leaving our country in a mess. I hope you join me. Limited time offer, but you better hurry because it won't last long.